Hello, everybody. So this week we're going to do the story of Gideon. Have you heard of Gideon before, Alice? Mm, Gideon's Bible. Yes. It's in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think. And many hotels. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not in Rocky Horror Picture Show. But I have got a weird tangent of why I thought that because it's in Rocky Raccoon, the Ballad of Rocky Raccoon. What's the Ballad Rocky Raccoon? Say, um, Kink song. Yeah, it's a Kink song. Is or it really? Is it a Beatles song? Either it's way, very weird. Then I should know it. It's a very weird little um, kind of jaunty tune about um, these people in a hotel somewhere in like Southern America, maybe. It's about Rocky Raccoon came into the room only to find Gideon's Bible. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So I would say that the story of Gideon in itself is not necessarily super famous. So mm. this isn't one where shame on you for not knowing it. Okay. This is just a story that if you were if you went to Sunday school as a kid, you definitely would know. It is one of the the big ones ish from the Old Testament. Yeah. But it's a bit more second tier. Second tier. But you know, it's still a big story. There might be bits that you know have references to along the way. Mm. Um but yeah, we'll see. So it starts off as always. Um, the Israelites have been... Israeliting. They've been d- doing a bit of worshipping the wrong gods. Oh. So God has let neighbouring... Come on. Yeah, I know. They know not to do that by now, surely. They really they don't know that. They made more uh, earring statues. Uh, no, but that will happen again later. Come on. But for good. <laughs> but yes, it's never really for bad, was it? <laughs> um, so In the context of grand scheme of things, earring statues are the least of their worries. Yeah, I mean... This time, the Midianites are... Midian. Midian, your favourite. Love Midian. They've been ruling over them for about seven years. Yeah. They have been, I think, killing a few people. Um, They've not been... Not been being good. They've not been very nice. They've got some real beef with the Midianites. So, this angel, and by an angel, I mean a messenger, not yeah. a thing of wings, just some someone that God sent. Yeah. Um, Could be anything, really. Bush. <laughs> The burning well, the burning bush was God. Yeah. So that's not a messenger. No. Oh. The messenger's more just like a fella rocks up when you're on the farm. When he when this guy rocks up, um, Gideon is chilling under an oak tree, and he is um, threshing wheat. Oh. He's doing it out of the eyes of the Midianites, so that he gets to keep his wheat. He's hiding his wheat. Yeah. <laughs> is he coveting the wheat? He's not coveting it. No, he's he's coveting allowed to wheat. eat food. So this angel says to Gideon, "God's with you." And Gideon goes, no, he's fucking not. We've just been, like, slaughtered by the Midianites for seven years. Yeah. Why would you say that? And um, the angel says, he's, uh, what I mean is, he's still on your team and mm-hmm. is now would now like to help you guys. Yeah. And um, Gideon's like, oh, seems to, I mean, who are you, man? I've not even met you before. Um, can you show me a sign? And then he's like, okay, well, if you make me some lunch, I'll show you a sign. <laughs> so... So Gideon <laughs> Oh mate, this is blatantly just the way to get a free lunch back in the day, wasn't it? Well, he's not actually gonna end up keeping You're just wondering. So they yeah. they kill the calf, whatever, they make some Aww. unleavened bread. Lemon bread. Oh, leavened. Uh, yeah, unleavened sorry. Unleavened bread. Not unlemoned. <laughs> Although I imagine it was also. Yeah, it unleavened. probably wasn't that many lemons there. 
Um, and Maybe they were. And the guy goes, okay, we put it down on that rock there. Mm. And then he makes fire come out of the rock. Oh, my God. Which eats the dinner. Eats. The fire consumes the meal. Burns. <laughs> Burns the meal. Burns the meal. It doesn't eat the meal, does it? No, it doesn't eat the meal. Burns the meal to a crisp, ruining it for both of them. <laughs> I think, I yeah, I don't think it just cooks it. I think it does eat them. I bet eat. there was a kid in the tree above them with like a magnifying glass just <laughs> <laughs> shining it directly onto this lunch. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, you're God then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's reasonably convinced by that. The yeah. messenger says, okay, what I'd like you to do, one of the reasons why things aren't going that well for you is if you notice that thing that's in your dad's garden, um, and then Gideon's <laughs> like, oh, do you mean the giant statue of Baal that we have, who's like the enemy god? And they're like, yes, that's one of the reasons that God's not really favouring you guys right now. Wait, wasn't Baal in there before? Baal is one of like the top yeah. local gods. Yeah. The rival ones. Balaam's ass. Yeah, Balaam. No, ba- Balaam is the guy with the donkey. Yeah. But Baal is the god. Oh, But ba- Baal's been coming up a lot anyway. All right. Yeah, we've definitely encountered Baal. All right. B-A-A-L. B-A-A-L. That's fine. So he's like, okay, what I want you to do is you need to tear down that idol that's in your dad's back garden. Um, his <laughs> I dad don't think they referred to them as back gardens. No, no they didn't. Makes it sound like there's a fence around own. it and the trampoline or something. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, so Gideon's like, okay, I do see the issue here. Um, he doesn't want to do it in the daytime because so his dad's actually quite a powerful person in the community. Yeah. And everybody worships Baal. And so he's like, I'm not just going to just do it in the day. But So he gets some of his dad's servants. Yeah. And um, they go and do it at night. And what they do Classic. is they, they knock it down and they build an altar to God proper. And then they do a little sacrifice on that altar. Okay. And then in the morning, everybody's like, well, there's Baal on the floor. <laughs> what's his new altar doing here <laughs> and then they're like oh, oh it must have been god it's no it's joash's kid gideon he's gone and fucked up hasn't he and um <laughs> whilst gideon's dad is like pretty in on all this Baal worship mm. everyone's like let's kill your son bring him out we're gonna do him in <laughs> he's disrespecting our gods Classic. and um josh is like if this is god here this thing on the floor mm. if he really is god, he'd have killed him already really he should be able to look after himself, honestly. Yeah. So, Josh is just like, yeah, I mean, look, look at it. It's pathetic. It's just a little rubbish statue we've made. If this <laughs> is the, like, omnipotent god of yeah. the universe, yeah. just let him fight his own battles, frankly. <laughs> um, all this blasphemy nonsense you're complaining about, don't worry about it. Let God, let god fight his own battles. Yeah. If you think that God's offended, mm-hmm. then, you know, leave that to God. That makes a lot of sense. Which does make a lot of sense. Which yeah. always makes, which always made me think. Isn't that the whole reason of like heaven and hell? Is if you've been good, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you go to hell. Yeah, God does the final judgment yeah. anyway. So like, why even worry about anything on earth? If anything, well, we should all be lying down, just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, but there as are certainly people good, that get as in doing good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this passage has always made me think that blasphemy laws are just dumb because I mean, obviously, it's part of the Ten Commandments. Mm. That should not take my name in vain. But at the same time, what Joash is saying here, which is that if God's actually got some beef, yeah, he's going to see to it later when he sends you to hell yeah. forever. So yeah. we don't have to bother with all this no. blasphemy laws and whatever. Luckily, we don't have them here anymore. But uh, we used to. And 
That was a bit dumb. <laughs> Not even that long ago. No. 2008. 2008. So recent. Yeah. People like to be angry about stuff, though. Yeah, That's why they existed. We got fight for your god, you know. The alternative to the uh, Beastie Boys classic. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Not with you. God says to Gideon, you are going to be my guy in being the leader to take down the Midianites. Mm. And Gideon's like, oh, that was a lot bigger than what yeah. you were saying before. I think I'm going to need another sign, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you just told me to take a statue down. Now you're like, fight all the battle. <laughs> and everyone doesn't and like him already. And so Gideon's like... Ultimate underdog. Gideon's a bit like, oh, not really... What are the good signs, you know? And I think this one is not very good. If you were going to ask for a sign from God, mm. what would you want? Oh, my God. Oh. Do you know what? It would have to be something like... I really was just like, yeah, it'd have to be something coming out of thin air, like a big flashing sign coming out of thin air that says, I'm God. Like, you know, in uh, Chicago, Roxy lights up behind her when she's dancing. I'd want that, but God, and I want it to appear out of thin air. Yeah, I think stuff like, out of thin air is pretty good. Yeah, or like, uh, you know, in Aladdin, the genie song, when he does all the stuff to show Aladdin, look how great I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I'd want that. I think I could probably go simpler. Like, like I know there's not um, an egg in my knives and forks drawer. And if I was just like, make that full <laughs> of eggs. <laughs> if that was just full of eggs when I went That'd over. That'd be enough I'd for be like, There's Mate. no way that was full of eggs before. It's not where I keep them. Mate. Obviously, if you can ask no, I need special. I need more than eggs in a drawer. Well, Gideon. Um, I feel like a magician could do eggs in a drawer. I know, but how would the Have magician you know what, you're like, going to ask for eggs in a drawer? Do. They do really amazing stuff. Yeah, I know, but the, the thin air yeah, stuff... Yeah, but the so thing is... That it's they always the sleeves, isn't it? That's where it's come from. Not always. Anyway, so what Gideon's done... The Not best a massive sign, bigger than anything that could ever be in a sleeve. You can fold things up and stuff. Can't fold up light bulbs. Um, yeah, neon. so Gideon's one is... He's like, okay, well, here's the sign. <laughs> I'm going to lay my fleece out in the garden. Okay. And in the morning, if... The fleece is wet, but the ground is dry. That'll be the sign. That's an absolutely shit sign. Someone's just gone and pissed on it. <laughs> Blatantly. Yeah, just like a stray cat in the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. It um, could have been anything. And to, be, and to be honest, the next morning, Gideon's like... I don't think this I don't was think a big I, enough I don't sign. I don't think I picked a really good sign no. there, did I? <laughs> what, even does the, what even would happen to a rug normally at night? I didn't do a control test to begin with. Yeah. So he's like, okay, yeah. um, I've made a mistake there, God. Sorry. Can we just do this one more one more time? How about next time, tomorrow, I'll do it again, but the rug should be dry and all of the ground around it be dewy. That makes way more sense. And That's weirder. We know but again, that it's you could switched. just do a switch, switch out of the rug. If you're God, well easy. Anyone, switch a rug around. It's, it's not, not high level magic, is it? No, it's really um, easy. But so after that one, he's like, yeah, I'm totally convinced now. Let's get an <laughs> army together. We'll take out these Midianites. So he gets an army together of 32,000 people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. You think it's a lot of people, but the Midianites, it says that when they see them, their camels just like, it's a trail it just goes on forever. And it's like <laughs> grasshoppers. They're just like, Ooh. there's just so many of them. You just can't count them. Yeah. There, there are a lot of Midianites. So 32,000 people. It's because they're, they're good people, the Midianites. Are they really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just like their name. Um, I think, in general, everyone around here is just being quite mean to each other. Yeah, probably. So I wouldn't get too attached. Okay. Um, I think they're going to die in the next chapter anyway. So the thing prediction. is... Yes, I mean, some of them are. This is obviously where the story's going, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So some of the... The problem with having a big army of 32,000 is... Yeah. 
How do you command an army that size? No, not if you're God. Oh, yeah. The, the problem from God's perspective is that he thinks that the army is going to take credit when they win. Um, well, because if God's doing it, God wants the God credit. wants the credit because otherwise yeah. it just looks like you've done well yeah. in an ar- in a war. So he says to Gideon, "How about how shall we decide how to cut the army down? What would your first suggestion be?" I guess physical strength. Take away the people who were less physically strong. Yeah, smart idea. The first thing he says is just, "Does anyone want to go home?" Actually, <laughs> I would be like, is "Yeah, it? see ya." <laughs> Does anyone just not want to do this at all? Another 32,000 well. people, 22,000 are just like, yeah, I didn't want to do this. And they no. go home. <laughs> yeah. so, so Wait, <laughs> so everyone goes home pretty much. So there's 10,000 left, <laughs> right? So oh my God. Like less than a third of them remain. Um, the fearful ones, they've all gone. So we've got some, yeah. some real confident lads now. Mm. And then God says, okay, there's still too many though for my purposes. Take them all down to the water to drink. Yeah. And... Anyone, they're all they're all thirsty. Anyone who gets on their knees and laps up the water like a dog, send them home. <laughs> um, I want the people that scoop the water up to their mouth. Okay. Any who guesses? Doesn't why? do that. <laughs> like, wait, I have never so gone to take a drink out of like a, you know, fresh spring or something like that, and thought, do you know what, I'm gonna lap it like a dog instead of scooping it in my hands. I don't think I've ever drunk straight from a fresh stream. Oh. So I don't know what I'd think at this point. Um, I definitely just so wouldn't know, do that. You just scoop it in your hand, don't you? Only 300 people are cup. scoopers here. 9,700 of them are, are okay, face, good. face to the water. That, that is weird. <laughs> that is weird. Um, weird God thinks to so do. too. God thinks these guys, oh, these guys do not have their wits about them. <laughs> bad people. Um, well, like, what if the enemy comes and you've just got your nose in the water and no one, you're not even going to know what's going on? Yeah. Um, so I think the reason presumed is that the people that are bringing the water to their mm. mouths are looking up and uh, have some sense of alertness and composure oh i close my eyes when i drink <laughs> so that <laughs> his theory is way off Why like if i'm because like if i'm doing that i tip it back into my i don't want my eyes to get wet <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know so i so think i just i'm well, pretty sure if i was to when go you have and, like a cup of water know, cup you cut you close your eyes in case you you turn too far no no, no only when I <laughs> the whole drink <laughs> on your face no no just when i'm using my hands as the cup oh, i worry oh. about i i don't know i don't know putting my head back just makes me want to close my eyes why don't you put your head forward into your hands why oh, you not i do that cup? sometimes but then that also makes me want to close my eyes because then what if i want to splash my face it's just habit force of habit i mean i'm sure you i could do it without habit. it doesn't matter this is this i mean is i'm very hard. rarely going to be in a battle i'd assume i hope yeah, I would hope so too, from what I've heard just now. So there's <laughs> loads of Midianites, um, and they're all quite worried. There's 300 of them, and the Midianites are, like, endless. Mm. But don't worry, everybody. Someone's had a dream. Oh, Joseph. No, no not Joseph. He's been dead, like, literally a yeah, thousand years. God can bring people back. It's fine. No, that would only confuse matters at this point. Okay. Uh, that would give you the pre-match jitters for sure. Mm. Um, Very true. Someone has a dream that a big... A uh, cake made of barley <laughs> has rolled into uh, one of the tents of the Midianites, what? and it's so big that it's just sort of knocked the tent over. Okay. And when Gideon gets back, um, they're all talking about this dream, and they're all Do like, "Do you mean like a bale, a bale, or a cake?" I don't know what a big barley cake would be. Yeah, I um, don't. I would imagine. I'm though, imagining like a Victoria sponge. This. 
<laughs> I don't think it's that. I imagine it's not supposed <laughs> to be this huge, though, because it's a dream. It's going to yeah, be a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. Very big bale of hay. I'm going to go with that in my, mi- in my mind. You imagine what you want. It's made of barley, whatever right. it is. Yeah. I don't think it... I don't know what the symbolism is here. Mm. If there is a lot of symbolism, I apologise for not, not seeing the not symbolism knowing. of the barley. Yeah. Um, but Gideon's back and he's like, huh, well, that seals it. Obviously, this dream this guy's had yeah. means that... We've got God to take has the barley with us. <laughs> God has definitely given Midian into our hands. Yeah. Because this guy's had a dream that the barley yeah. has taken the tents down. Mm. Could it be clearer? Could have been a full premonition of them winning and how <laughs> they do it. <laughs> you know? Um That would have been way clearer. No, I don't think I don't I think it would be equally clear. Okay. Okay, so the plan is with 300 people it's do you know what, it's very similar to Jericho you know up in a Jericho mm-hmm. walk around walk around walk around walk around and then blow your horn blow your horns a lot scare people they're like oh and then kill them all yeah um this is actually a bit easier this time so um in your right hand is trumpet mm-hmm. and in your left hand is a light a pitcher so uh, as in t c h e r as in like a pitch as in like oh, as in like um, like a a torch holdy yeah, thing, yeah, not that like sort of thing. when you said pitcher. I, I was know that's thinking why I said the, s- the spelling uh, immediately. Oh, like a water pitcher. Yeah, and that's why I was confused yeah. when you spelt it. Water's like, the opposite of fire, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> famously. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's fire in one hand, horn in the other, trumpet. <laughs> beg my pardon. <laughs> um, Sounds like a. Great and what night they do out. is they turn the lights on. Yeah. They blow the trumpet, and before they do mm-hmm. that, they shout. The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Oh, that's a nice chant. It is, and uh, I like that. I'll say that at more Sunday often school now. before <laughs> when <laughs> we did like Bible competitions. Yeah. Sounds like who can find this verse in the Bible quickest? We'd all shout <laughs> the sword of the Lord and of Gideon, and then it'd be go. Oh, so um, I like that quite a lot. Do you know what? I think that's the perfect thing to say before you do anything daring. <laughs> like you know, you're going in to do a really grim like shot of like i don't know someone's dead you to do a really gross shot which i wouldn't do anyway because i don't really like shots. Really, really, oh shot, a shot like okay. a shot of alcohol yeah you'd say sword of lord and gideon yeah knock it back so brilliant see, you see this is the sort jumping of jumping off a big building that, um, perfect a few years ago i would have thought it would be a good idea and then realized that nobody understands the references but now and we've got we each other to understand the references and, I can, and if i do shout the sword of the lord and of gideon and then do something daring, and then i'll repeat it then and everyone else in our and you can be like oh of course that makes it makes perfect sense that you would shout that. Yeah. Um so if that catches on, brilliant. Let's make it catch on. Everyone. Anytime you're doing anything brave. That's what good one God would want to say it. Do those shots. Um <laughs> so the good the good news is, because of all this confusion, you I mean you've got a sort of noise of trumpets coming all around you. Yeah. And it's sort of um horrible. You don't know where anything's coming from. Mm. Everything's scary. And lots and, of light. And um they sort of everyone gets their sword, tries to just like sort of dark within the camp. It's at night anyway, right? Yeah. Um, and they sort of will just kill each other. <laughs> Some of them are running away. Yeah. There's a lot but of they confusion. They can't see who anyone is. They can't see what's going on. So when there's all this noise, they're just sort of like swinging their swords about blindly. Yeah. So loads of them just die from that anyway. They Fair. just Then some of them run away. They find some of the princes and they take the two princes and they take their heads and they bring them back to Gideon. Okay. Gideon says, thank you very much. He likes and it. And then, but there are two people that he still wants to capture. Yeah. Called Zabar and Zalmanah. Great names. Great names, both beginning with Zs. Love Strong. It. Yeah. Um, and he 
they've escaped. Mm. So he's now going to do like a tour around the country trying to find them. And he goes <laughs> through um, like like a victory parade. It's all right. So in my head, like he is just the leader of like um, kind of like an 80s glam rock band at this point, And he's doing a tour to find, you know how like um, this is Final Tap. They do like all the Stonehenge stuff and stuff on stage is like mm-hmm. the theatrics. Just imagining that with Gideon, like the start of... Such a good band. He knows they're going to be in the crowd and they'll be like, I see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows. Uh, but also just like the sort of the Lord and Gideon is just like a brilliant band name. No, I thought that'd be the chorus of yeah, one of those songs. That. What I'm saying is it's very metal. It's very glam metal, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm loving um, it. Carry on, Gideon. So Gideon's going through town. Uh, he's... You know, saying to his countrymen, have you seen uh, these guys, these Midianites, mm. uh, princes? And um, they're like, no. And he says to the men of uh, Succoth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that name? S-U-C-C-O-T-H, Succoth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was six when I heard this first. so I went <laughs> oh, oh. That's funny. He asks them for help to feed the army. He says, "I'm going to find these two guys. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to bring them to justice. Which I mean, I'm going to kill them with my sword. Yeah. And um, yeah, can you help feed my guys? And they're like, no. <laughs> and Gideon's like, no, 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 I don't think you understand. I'm like the leader of like our team. Yeah. And I just want some help mm. because my guys are really hungry and thirsty. Can you just help us out for a bit? And they go. Well, we don't really believe that you're going to catch these people. We don't really <laughs> care about you, no. <laughs> and Gideon says, do you know what? Fuck you. When I do find these guys, I'm going to come back with thorns and brambles and I'm going to just rip your skin to shreds. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> real extreme. I thought he was going to be like, I'm going to bring them back and you're going to feel stupid. No. 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 Rip huge shreds with brambles. What a horrible way to die. Don't want to die that way. I don't way. know if they die. I think it's, it, might, it might just be torture. It doesn't, oh, I don't think it specifically says way. what happens to them. No, it's not nice. Yeah, I think... Anyone who's ever fallen into a bramble patch will know. It's not nice. <laughs> I mean, is that you? It's not me. I've never fallen into brambles. Do you know? I, well, I've not fallen into brambles. I fell into stinging nettles. Yeah. That wasn't nice. And I can imagine it'd be worse if it went into my skin. Yeah, because... Um, Get a bit of dock leaf. Can't dock leaf a bramble away. You can't. It's quite hard to dock leaf that many stinging nettles away as well, to be honest. So one place I found online said that to torture people with brambles involves mm. um, you have the thorns and briars placed on their bodies and mm. then you basically put something heavy on top and like drag mm. it so it scrapes oh, all the way through your skin. That's really horrible. They used to do some really grim stuff. Like, oh... When when I went on my walking tour of Barcelona, when we were on holiday, mm-hmm. you guys all want to watch football, I went on a walking tour. <laughs> they told me about different ways that um, they, like, tortured people. And it was just all so grim. Like, different ways they tortured people who weren't Christian. And it was just, like, oh, absolutely horrible. One of them was rubbing lard on the feet and moving the feet closer and closer to a fire until it cooks. Aye. Yeah. It's all very grim, but the brambles reminds me a bit of an Iron Maiden. Yeah. It's no, all well. horrible. Why the why? Why did torture ever exist? Well <laughs> Yeah. Gotta to get to, revenge. I to, no. <laughs> I was about to answer your question as if like <laughs> to just know. defend the use of torture. <laughs> well actually Well actually I think torture is uh, brilliant. No, it's 
never yeah. worked. So these guys, I mean, they're being pricks, aren't they? They're not. They are. They're not feeding. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> it set you up so <laughs> easily. Pricks for a prick. <laughs> <laughs> an eye for an eye. <laughs> <laughs> tooth for a tooth. What was the other one? Um, a stripe for a stripe. Stri- it was for your favourite one. For a zebras. So anyway, he finds um, he does find these guys. He chase he chases them around the yeah. place. He finds them and he says, "Just so you know, you killed my mother's sons, his brothers." Yes. However, given the polygamous nature of the day, uh, it actually shows that they're more closer to you if you say your mother's sons because your brothers could be like brother uh, from which mum? Like anyone. Any brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he says my mother's sons... He means like full-on blood brothers. He's not just being really dumb in the way he's Pedantic talking. And um, <laughs> yeah, he means like his close family members. Mm. Um, and so he says to his kid, he fucked up our family. Time for you to get some revenge. Yeah. And his kid goes, I'm, I'm a kid, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to do this. And so Gideon goes, fine, fuck it, do it myself. Boom, dead. Oh my God. Job done. Isn't that nice? Uh, no. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, to give a perspective like how big families were then, mm. Gideon has um, 70 sons. What? Through his wives. What? One would presume. How old is Gideon? Oh, he's just got a lot of wives and he's obviously a busy man. That's <laughs> busy man. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> you could... Um, Interpret that how I want. You could impregnate that many people in a, in a month easily. Are uh, speaking from experience? Easily. <laughs> Twice a day. Okay. Line them up. <laughs> he also... Pre- <laughs> the thing is, he also presumably yeah. had some daughters. They're not referenced because obviously they're not yeah. important. Obviously. <laughs> There's an eye roll going on here, by the way. Yeah, and uh, I don't mean that, listeners. Um, it's the British sense of humour. And also... Um, none of these sons through his wives matter either. The only one that's uh, going to matter is the one he has f- with a concubine. Okay. Called, um, uh, the, not the concubine. We do have the concubine's name, actually. I w- hang on. Um, and it has the name Bale in. Yeah. So I presume it so means, like... So there's, like, a whole load of irony going on there. Like, oh, there's false. It's probably... Well, the thing is, his dad was a Bale worshipper, so mm. the some of their names are going to be, like, I love Bale. Um <laughs> But he has a kid with her called um, Abimelech. Abimelech? Abimelech. Another name that we've lost in time. Yeah. It's a shame that. Abimelech is a nice name. Yeah, Abimelech. Um, I've said something would get made out of earrings. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily going to bring this up otherwise, but for the sake of Mm. the integrity of the podcast. So all these people they've killed along the way. Mm. A lot of these are Ishmaelites, by the way. Okay. Oh, that's a bit weird. Because we remember who Ishmael is, don't we? Don't we, Alice? <laughs> Ishmael? <laughs> Ishmael is Abraham's first son. Oh, yeah, yeah. Through Hagar. Yeah. Who he thought yeah. was going to end up being the chosen people, but it's not. Okay. So Isaac and Ishmael split, and then the Ishmaelites are not the favoured people. No, but they're just like, oh, well, this guy's here. Um, Worship him and or something. conveniently, what's happened is that as they've been... Um, destroying all these people mm. on the way they've been taking their earrings as like trophies hmm. robbing Little and killing prizes yeah great along the way. people um so gideon's like why don't we hand put all these earrings together and we'll make 
an ephod, which is a priestly garment. Oh. But very sort of ornate, pretty little thing. Yeah. Um, and that'll be because we don't want to make idols again, do we, guys? <laughs> Why don't we put <laughs> it to the Lord's service yeah. and make a priestly garment for the top priest to show that we care about God? How about that? Mm. And then... Um, and they do that? And Well, for maybe a couple of months. And then um, they're like, Gideon, why don't you be our king? And he goes, no, you don't need a king. You need to be ruled by God. <laughs> and then Gideon dies. And they go, Abimelech, why don't you be king? And Abimelech's like, oh, all right, I'll Yeah, do sure. It. But why don't we worship Baal again? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so good. So immediately. I'm bored of this other <laughs> one. Back to immediately Baal. Immediately they're back they to Baal. They make some uh, more earring statues um, so for Baal. After this point, there are some stories that were not my Sunday school stories. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not interesting or important, but I also am sort of saying that. Yeah. Um, so Abimelech goes about for a bit. Mm. He's doing some stuff. Um, nothing like... It's not the highlights, certainly. Yeah. And also, it's not going to come up in... Uh, when you're watching telly, you might you might pick up a Gideon reference at some point in your life yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the Gideon oh, yeah. Bibles. Gideon's Bible. Um, that's named after him. It was the Beatles. It wasn't the Kinks. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you had Paul time McCartney. to think that over. Paul McCartney wrote it. I'm pre- well, he sings it. So I think Probably. the Gideons named it after Gideon because mm-hmm. they thought that Gideon was a man of integrity. Yeah, he did. Honor. He was called upon. Yeah. When all he want, all he was doing was sitting under an oak tree, <laughs> getting some wheat together, threshing some wheat, and um, he ended up leading God's army. And he was mm. rags to riches story. He does. Yeah, always. Although his dad's quite like a high up oh, yeah, priest. So he's not really. And he does have servants. Yeah. It's not fully rugs riches, this guy. Um, Bourgeois to riches story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So the reason uh, Gideon's Bible. Mm. So, th- yeah, they think this guy's got some honor. There's a lot of um, a lot of Christians think that Gideon um, was wrong to ask for proof from God. Oh. Obviously, faith, good, evidence, bad. bad. <laughs> So it was wrong of Gideon to ask yeah. for, for any proof. Um, Even but though the proof was literally fleece. Yeah, fleece I would on the ground. arguably say w- ask for was better proof. Was there any proof? Yeah. Please, Gideon. Um, have a better imagination. Mm. Um, because it does say later in the Bible to not ask God for signs. Uh, in the New mm. Testament. Um, so Convenient. You shouldn't have done that. I <laughs> 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 don't know what you're suggesting, Alice. Do we think... Let's try and find a moral in the story. Actually, do you know what? And then I'm going to give you just one little segment to end this podcast. Yeah, Gideon, what do you think of him? Uh, Has he been that bad compared to other characters? I think he's pretty bad. One, he wanted revenge, which I think that should be a commandment. Don't seek revenge. Yeah. Because it's not good. What are you going to get out of revenge? You're just going to hurt more people. It's bad. Um. And I mean, we've seen that in like every movie ever about revenge. Never ends mm-hmm. well, does it really? Yeah, he so did. He is a personal war for him, certainly. Yeah, personal war for him. So yeah, I don't think he was that good a lad. Um, I do love his chant, "The Sword of Lord and Gideon." Yeah. I think, and I think that was like a spontaneous thing that happened like in the moment. Oh my god! Yeah, and they, everyone they was like, "Yeah, Sword <laughs> of Lord and Gideon." <laughs> because um, oh, when after he the, said it, and then when the dream was interpreted. Echoed. They were like, ah, that barley cake mm. represents the sword of Gideon. Yeah. Um, and everyone's like, ooh, the sword of Gideon. That's oh. that's probably yeah, going through yeah, their yeah. minds for a bit. And um, they thought that and they thought, brilliant chant. 
that's what we need a good inspiring battle yeah chant. i shouted that a lot as a kid yeah. sort of Lord and i Gideon. can entirely see why you'd have done that to the bible let's let's find a verse as quickly as possible <laughs> it was fun so we're about halfway through the book of judges now yeah we've got samson and we've got an absolutely appalling story oh. that will leave a oh. command its own episode but we'll see we've not recorded yet we'll find out exciting but it's, it's gonna up. be a good one you should be looking forward to it it is Grizzly, grizzly. grizzly. It's, gr- it's grizzlier than anything we've done so far, for sure. Okay. See so you then. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Stories of Jesus with Alice. And Tom. If you have any comments about any of the stories, or maybe you think I've told any of them a bit wrong, then you can always let us know. We are on Instagram at SojPod, or S O J P O D, and on Twitter at S of J Pod. That's S-O-F-J-P-O-D <laughs> Thanks for listening Thanks for listening Stories of the sea Stories